Welcome to Conversations with Karma. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm your host, Karma Hill. This is a space where ordinary people can find encouragement, inspiration, and motivation to share their extraordinary gifts with the world. We'll dive into topics that stretch us and help us show up in the world as the best version of ourselves. As a life coach, entrepreneur, mom of four, wife, a caregiver, a heart attack survivor, and the list really could go on, I have a ton of information to share. I'll provide practical tips as well as valuable resources that will help you take your life to the next level. So if you're ready, let's have authentic conversations about the things that really matter. Welcome back to Conversations with Karma. Welcome if this is your first episode. I'm your host, Karma Hill. And I hope everyone is doing well. We are now in February of 2021 and the year is off to a pretty good start. And I hope that everyone is planning, doing all the things that they want to do and trying to navigate as best they can considering the pandemic. So today I wanted to just start this episode off with just sharing a little bit about what's been going on in my world and why I've taken a break and I'm just now getting back to podcasting. And then our topic for today will be on boundaries. So I have finished school. I got my master's in positive psychology and I got another certification in coaching. And I'm now an ACC accredited coach with the International Coaching Federation. And I'm super excited about all of those accomplishments. Also, another big one was I changed the name of my coaching business from BTWD Coaching to Conversations with Karma. So now everything lives under the same name and I'm really excited about the name change. I just think it's so much more fitting for myself and for my business. And I think it'll just add a lot more fun for me and for clients. So that's kind of what's been going on in my world over the last, I don't know, six months or so that has been since my last episode, but I'm happy to be back and I'm excited now to get started. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about boundaries just because I know it's something that um, many of us struggle with. And I have to be honest, this has been a real big challenge for me in my life. It's not something that came easy. Honestly, I really, to be honest with you, I didn't have boundaries for a long time and I did a lot of work with my coach and with myself and reading and just diving into the whole topic because innately I love helping people. Like that's just the nature of who I am. And because of that, I felt like, you know, putting in boundaries were was really kind of more pushing people away. And that was just like the way I saw it. I really saw boundaries as a way to keep people out. And I felt like, how could I want to help people and love people, but want to keep them away? So my concept on it was honestly flawed. And because of that, I really didn't, I really didn't put any in place. I just moved from a place of if you asked me to do something and I could, or if I even had the smallest desire that I, I would try to bend over backwards to get it done. And it was really moving in a place of really trying to please people. And that was the thing. And at the end of that, I was not honoring myself at all. So like I said, the biggest shift for me was looking at boundaries as a way to invite other people's in 
a way to invite other people in, in a space that's safe for them to be. And it helped us navigate relationships between one another where it's safe for them, it's safe for me. It's It really enacts a degree of predictability that I think has to be in place in order to build um, trust and a close relationship. So I think boundaries can be a place that we all can meet in the middle and say, hey, this is a safe place for us. So that's today's topic. I just really wanted to help share a little bit about how you, if that's the area that you're struggling in or want some additional support around, can kind of put boundaries in place. So I will tell you that I do feel like boundaries can be flexible, but I would strongly strongly encourage you to always keep your values at the core focus when you are allowing those to be flexible. And I I encourage you never to budge on your values. So I think when we start to look at boundaries, for me, I think the first starting place would be starting with defining your boundaries. Boundaries look different for each of us. And I think it's important for us to really start by taking a look at the areas in our life where we feel like we're overextended or we're not always enjoying the relationships that we're experiencing with others. First, let's just get clear on what boundaries are. I think boundaries are a clear limit that are set based on your own needs. So they're really about you, the individual, and what your needs are. And this is why I think boundaries look different for each person because it's based off our needs and we all have different needs. I also think boundaries need to be clearly stated and clearly and objectively stated. I think when you are in a emotionally regulated space and what I mean by emotionally regulated, I I think that we shouldn't decide to enact boundaries from a place of anger, frustration, hurt, pain, any of those things where we're not emotionally regulated. I think when we are defining our boundaries, it needs to be when we're in a clear, emotionally regulated space. And that leads me to one of the first things I think we need to address when we start looking at boundaries. I think we need to start first by defining our boundaries, which like I said, needs to be I think looking at what your needs are, because I think that's where your boundary would be identified and where you would define it. So if you're a person that feels like, hey, you know, time may be an area you need boundaries in, maybe you could stop and say, well, I'm most energetic and, and I feel the best in the earlier part of the day. So maybe I won't accept requests after a certain time period, whether that be five, six, seven o'clock, whatever works for you. But that's an example of where you would start to look at your needs and then maybe put a boundary in place. I think the second thing that we should look at should be separating requests that we get from our relationships. Many times we overextend ourselves and we cross our own boundaries depending on the person, which can be really hard. You know, as a mom, you know, I, I love my kids. So that's the easiest place for me to cross all boundaries because at the end of the day, I want them to be safe. I want them to be happy. I want them to be healthy. So when they're asking me for things, sometimes I do just completely throw my boundaries out the window to honor the request because it's my child. Whereas someone else could ask me for something and I may say, yeah, no, it's a clear no and I can honor my boundaries. So I do think we need to separate the request from the relationship and 
totally look at, is this request going against a boundary that I know is good for me? The third thing I would say would be to focus on what you will gain by saying no. So many times when I look at, well, can I do something? Can I go somewhere? Is this a request I can honor? I look at if I say no, what would I be getting in return? Many times I'm getting um, time for rest, you know, time to put self-care, you know. So those are things that I really like to look at before I jump into saying, yes, that's something I'll do. The next thing would be recognizing the personal cost of saying yes. So a lot of times we think, at least I do, I will identify a request and say, well, is that something I can do? Sure. So I'll go with the, is it something I can do easily? And I say yes, but I don't factor in the personal cost because maybe I already have a full schedule and calendar that day. And that one small request is just enough to really overload me, deplete me, interfere with me recharging and rejuvenating and operating at my optimal capacity. So I think that even once we look at a request and we say, hey, I that's something I'm able to do. What is it costing me to say yes? And I need to be prepared to be able to pay the cost of saying yes. So I think that's a very important piece when we look at boundaries. Next, I want to look at being clear rather than vague and non-committal. Sometimes when we are not sure, we say, uh, maybe, uh, I think I can, or you're just very, you know, vague and elusive versus saying, hey, you know what? I will have to get back to you. And then picking a date and time that you will let the person know whether you can honor the request or not. But being vague and non-committal and kind of just leaving the gray area is not really setting a boundary. And I operated there for a little bit because I was a little uncomfortable with saying no. I didn't want to, you know, disappoint anyone. I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And I, you know, so I thought that it was a little easier just to leave it at the, mm, we'll see, or I don't know, but that's not fair to the other person. And that's really not a boundary. So I think that a better way to handle that would either be able to, if you know that it's a no for you, to clearly say, yeah, no, thank you, or I appreciate you know, the invitation, or I know that you really would like for me to do that, but I'm not able to honor that right now. But to say, mm, maybe we'll see or be unsure, kind of leave people up in the air is not really clearly defined in boundaries. Now I want to talk about four types of boundaries, emotional boundaries, time boundaries, topic boundaries, and physical boundaries. So we think about emotional boundaries. Emotional boundaries kind of protect us from other people's feelings, emotions, thoughts, moods. So we need to pay attention to the people that we're around and um, how is spending time with them showing up for me? Is it draining me? Am I feeling like I'm giving too much? And if so, maybe I need to pull back and I need to set a boundary that would say, hey, I need to interact with these people when I'm charged up and at the top of my game or maybe a little less time. But that's a little bit of where emotional boundaries come into play. Time boundaries look like, hey, um, I need, you know, two to three hours a day just for myself. And I'm going to make sure that I put that in place. Or um, I don't really schedule meetings in the evening because I'm not at my best. Sometimes I absolutely have to attend meetings there, but I'm my freshest in the earlier part of the day. So I take my clients 
during the earlier parts of the day where I can give them the best of me versus giving them the, I'm still good, but I'm I'm tired and I'm a little more drained. And I don't think that's fair to them or to me. So that's a, that's a time boundary for me. Topic boundaries. Now, topic boundaries can look like, um, you know, the, I don't discuss politics with people or maybe I don't, I don't know, a religion or th- any type of things that may make you feel uncomfortable. So you think about, you know, what topics don't really cause you to have good engaging conversations. And keep in mind that these boundaries that you're putting in place may be different with different people and that's okay. The next one I think would be physical boundaries. And physical boundaries can look like people borrowing your things, your space, you know, anything in your physical environment, you know, your car, you know, your clothes, whatever it may be in your physical environment that you need to put a barrier in place to keep you and the other person safe and you let them know. So therefore, hey, if a person knows that, yeah, I don't, I don't loan out my car, you don't really have to get into a gray area feeling uncomfortable because that's the boundary you put in place. And now they're aware you're aware. They know where to meet you. So overall, I just think having clear boundaries is what is really going to get us where we need to be when we start navigating relationships with people. One of the biggest ways that I was able to really start this boundary work was through self-care. So once I was able to really take time to really get to really know me and understand what rejuvenated me, what recharged me, what depleted me, what areas that I really wasn't feeling lit up in, people that I wasn't really feeling lit up around, or just ways that I was not honoring myself, it really helped me to then start with that first process of defining my boundaries. Now, I still have, you know, some work to do. I'm not perfect. And, you know, I say that I'm a in recovery when it comes to that, because I am still trying to, you know, navigate really being firm on my boundaries, but I'm a lot better than I was. And I feel like it really helps me show up as the person that I want to be. So before, when I wasn't really having any boundaries in place, I I felt taken advantage of a lot. I felt used, which caused a little bit of resentment, a lot of hurt feelings, those type of things. And now I'm able to be really clear on what I expect from other people, what I expect from situations, what I expect from myself. Because I have to tell you, boundaries are not always about other people. I think a lot of times we cross our own boundaries and it's actually making sure that you are honoring your own boundary. And so I put those in place for myself. So it could even be things like going to bed on time to get enough sleep, which would mean, you know, maybe stop working earlier because as an entrepreneur, I work a lot and I'm always, you know, constantly coming up with ideas and thinking about additional tasks for the business that's not being done. So I have to set some boundaries with myself and say, hey, well, you need a certain amount of hours of sleep in order to be the best you. So therefore, you're going to need to get off of the computer and actually go to bed. So those are just, you know, some ways that you can start to figure out what's the best method to work on your boundaries. So just to recap, boundaries are a clear limit that are set based on your own needs and they need to be stated clearly and objectively when you're emotionally regulated. They also help keep you and the other person safe and it also allows them to know what's What's a safe territory to navigate? Boundaries help protect your inner peace, your power, your energy, 
your just joy and happiness. So I think creating and setting healthy boundaries really helps empower everyone to navigate healthier relationships. So I hope this information was really useful and it's something that you'll take with you. And if it's an area you need some help or support around, you can always feel free to reach out to me. My email address is karma at conversationswithkarma.com. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me. I hope you find today's episode valuable. If so, please share, subscribe, rate, and leave a comment to help others find this amazing show. I will upload episodes every Wednesday, so be on the lookout for new content each week. For more ways to connect with me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Conversations with Karma. And visit my website at www.conversationswithkarma.com. If you are looking for a place to find support, encouragement, and accountability, join my private Mighty Network group entitled Self-Care Sister Circle. All links will be in the show notes below. Have an extraordinary week and remember, you don't need permission to put yourself first.